No matter what we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. And we're back with another episode of the Stereo Brills Podcast. It's the Ratchet Side. Mm-hmm. Join with my lovely co-hostesses and introduce ourselves as his. It's Jazzy. Hatchepsuit. I'm Kalito. Uh, shout out to everybody for listening. Subscribing to at Stereo underscore Bros on IG and Twitter. Um, happy to come back again for another episode of our tremendous podcast Bigly. as voted by y'all um, but we're gonna jump right into these topics first one is uh work stress mm-hmm. you know regardless of the profession you're in I think that unless you're the man or the woman at your profession you have some kind of stress but even if you are the man or the woman that's probably a whole another kind of stress mm-hmm. you want your spot and I think about my career trials tribulations highs lows and I've always had jobs, careers where there's days I wake up with this feeling in my top left quadrant of my heart <laughs> with mad tight and I'm just like, Thanks. oh, I can't do this. Yeah. Or I walk into, you know, a meeting or have an interaction with someone and I feel like I don't like how this feels. Mm-hmm. And then I think, you know, that can affect my external relationships, whether it be family, friends, yeah. otherwise. And then, you know, you start to feel any range of feelings from helplessness yep. to hopelessness yep. to anger to yeah. guilt to uh insecurities about your abilities mm-hmm. to actually perform in that industry mm-hmm. and i think a lot of times we kind of swear it off and we spit like invictus or some other opponents <laughs> and you know it's no big deal but i think you also have to i think there's times we have to recognize the difference between a minor hurdle yeah and a handball will say that. That was, that was that was look at you. That was good. Appreciate you. Good for you. That was good. But I think you know it's recognizing when you have to step back and speak to somebody, and it's not even about um, palming off your stress to someone else, but it's about having a conversation with somebody so that you can understand that one, you're not in it alone, but two, it's okay to have feelings of you know, doubt, frustration, mm-hmm. whatever, but it's what you do with the feelings. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's like, um, I think a lot of people don't know what to do with the feelings. Like, it depends on, like, who who is experiencing them, right? Like, I've had co-workers who came from, you know, Maine. Parents were all psychiatrists. They've been on sleeping pills like Ambien since they were seven. Wow. You know, identifying that they're overwhelmed is just not new. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, and then you have the rest of us who we ain't never been given a day off <laughs> since we entered the world. <laughs> and so for us, sometimes it's like, okay, I'm being, a, I'm being whiny now. I'm being a brat. You know, I have so much to be grateful mm-hmm. for. I shouldn't, you know, be harping on the fact that I'm tired or, you know, I, I haven't taken a day off or maybe my chest is a little tight. It's all right. So what? My All my uncle's chests are tight right now. <laughs> They're pills for that. Like, we're going to be okay, you know? But for me, when I put it in perspective, it's like, 
you know, I think about how old I am and like, you know, I'm, like I'm just getting started. There's no reason to be ravished with stress at this level. And, you know, your parents don't seem to understand it sometimes or your, your maybe even some of your friends. And that could be because, um, you know, the experience of I don't think our parents experience this. This is a new type of stress they're not we're not trying to make it in america we're trying to like prove that we're american enough mm -hmm. like be caribbean enough be black enough be this enough be smart enough don't be too smart try to it's a lot you know and so i think that um i don't know i just feel like it's because we don't we have never developed the awareness and mm -hmm. so now that we're like you know in a place where we can identify that mental health is important now thank god finally because uh you know like the struggle is the realest. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to look, I try to, uh, I don't know, see if other people I work with are just as stressed as mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. and make sure it's not just me. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes you have um, lulls or, you yeah. know, see, some things are flows. cyclical yeah. at your job. Yeah. So, you know, you might not even think about it, but like, hey, oh, it is it is June when everybody's yeah, yeah, doing yeah. such and such and such. Yeah. And you kind of have to look up and be aware of that. Yeah. And be like, okay, maybe this is not a me thing. Yeah. This is, you know, this a lot a more tasks, a culture yeah. thing. A lot more tasks, a lot more eyes. Like, something right. may have changed in right. the equation. So I, I definitely try to gauge or get the uh, lay of the environment mm -hmm. to see if it's just anything. But sometimes it'd be just anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be tired with some somebody's crap. It's true. And I go for walks sometimes. Like, sometimes I'm fed up. That's and I'm it. Like, Okay, I need to go outside. That's I need to it. not be around anybody. That's breathe it. and you you come back. Engage. Yeah. Rose keys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Before you have a break, like you know what I'm saying. Like it's just, it's just a lot. So when is too much? When is that? When is the time to to quit that job for another one? Because a wise mm. man once told me that you should never. Leave a job before you have a Oh well, not that. That's but, my um, West Indian ass. <laughs> it's more so like um, you shouldn't leave a job because you're unhappy or because something mm -hmm. happened to. Like, don't make it hasty. Make it based off of you identify a flaw in the job or you identify a skill set that you're not getting. But you did. It don't, don't make you happy. Like. After working a job that I've. I've probably was over after like two and a half to three years. Yeah. But I didn't leave it for yeah. four. Yeah. I would say that when you wake up for like two months straight not wanting to go to, go. to the job, you should like stop. when you literally wake up and you be like, damn, yes. I don't want to go to work today. <laughs> like, <laughs> when, you, when you get that feeling for like two to three weeks straight, yeah. you really need to evaluate whether you need to be there. Yo, before I've quit a job in the past, like, I would lay in bed for a while. Like, damn. I gotta do this shit again? Oh, my God. And then you get to work, everyone's all jolly. Like, hey, Stephanie, how was your weekend? It was nothing. Yeah, I had one yeah. job that I would, I would wake up, see my, my daughter and my, my wife and just be like, Yeah. I can do this for them. <laughs> yes, for them. Yeah, damn straight for you. I get to work, and I'm just like, yo, you can do this today, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I come into the office, and somebody annoyed me immediately. And it's just like, I went from fighting battles against one coworker in particular. Like, yeah. I used to go back and forth with this guy. And I've been back and forth. He, he said something halfway slick, and I, then I get extra spicy. Like, yeah. like I wasn't with it. Like, yeah. I wasn't with nothing. 
And then um, it was a situation where, like, from management on down, yeah. they were threatened by me. I never really had jobs before. Yeah. My, I only had one boss in my life that was threatened by me. And that's mm-hmm. a weird feeling because most of my bosses, male or female, yeah. they be... They've been dope, and they've been the kind of people that want to teach and want to help you get to the next level. You yeah. talk about anything, but they can also roll their sleeves up and do your job just as well, if not better than you can. And that's and that's I was, I those are the best. Those are the best. Those are more leaders than um, bosses. Yeah. And um, to have this one person intimidated by everything from me going to like a conference yeah. to uh, the bozo in the office that she didn't like. Going to her saying that he, I don't want to work with him, and she taking that as like, mind you, he was the, the office bozo. Mm. She took it as like, he was, he was the he office. Was the yeah, but I say all to say that I used to look like I used to take walks. I used to take extra long lunches. I used to yeah, all that kind yeah. of stuff. And then I realized, and then when I realized I was leaving, my demeanor changed. And then I remember when I resigned, I was just like. You had to joke a smile inside, on. <laughs> inside, like I was giving two middle fingers, but yeah. to see the the look on their faces when when I was dipping, it was just like, oh, like. <laughs> and then, I know you wish you could leave too, right? but <laughs> you stuck. You, <laughs> you, you stay. You stay behind. And then it's just like the meeting starts in ten minutes. You gotta go. <laughs> I almost wanted to tell. Actually, I did tell the whole. I told my people, was like, yo, tell anybody in the office if they want to fight, we can fight. <laughs> anybody want to fight? Anybody. Oh, Brownsville, Carlito. Nobody wanted to fight because they were at work, maybe? No, I said, no, off off hours. Off hours. Oh, okay. We could fight clubbing. You were accommodating we schedules. To be honest, <laughs> I have a past supervisor that if I see her in the street, it's, it's on, on site. site. <laughs> it's on site. Yo, you know what's interesting is that I was, my, I had an old boss who was a a man who was upset at the fact that I was like going back to school and stuff like you that. You these big words. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. That could have been. Wokisms. <laughs> My wokisms. That's wokisms. <laughs> and he was just like really, really like on my back a lot and I could not understand it and so I was like you know what you've got a problem what's before after the first date <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally slapped my knees that's a knee slap <laughs> it was a strange <laughs> to have a dude be in that you know what I mean like yeah. oh, like that was like what's the problem like, you can have whatever you can go to school too like you just don't have to hate on me I guess what we parsed out of that, or what I parsed out of that, is the key phrase is when you feel like you get to a point with your job where mm-hmm. it's more than a day, it becomes a sustained yep. stressor. Yep. That's when it's time to... Uh, to go. It's time to go. It's time, time to reevaluate some things. Because maybe you can go part-time. Maybe or you can join a different work, department. Right, or you can work from home. Like, there are some things that you can switch up. You don't have to leave, but whatever you're doing right now got to be different. Yeah. Right. And there's definitely several ways you can alleviate your stress. Uh-huh. Get you a manicure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Self care. Um, eyebrows. And get all your that. eyebrows did. But just make sure I'm on the process that you don't get acetone thrown in your face. Oh no! And, and beat with sticks. And beat with sticks. Like a savage. As what happened recently in Trash. Flatbush. I mean, Flatbush has always been notorious for violence. First of all, first of all, <laughs> but, uh, first of all. <laughs> No, it hasn't, okay? <laughs> We're awesome over there in Flatbush. This does not represent... Maybe from, from other residents, but not from business owners. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that, kinda that, wild. that McDowell's on uh, Nostrand and Church when it's it was gone. open. It's gone. I oh, know, yeah, when yeah. it was open, it was notorious <laughs> yeah. violence, especially yeah. during Juvet morning. Juvet. <laughs> but, uh, no, in all seriousness, the uh, recent events at the nail salon, for those that don't know, in Brooklyn, where we uh, 
are located in record at um a grandmother and her two granddaughters went to a nail salon to get pedicures, manicures, and eyebrows. I don't know what that's called. Is it called There's eyebrows? no package deal. <laughs> no package deal. <laughs> it's just called eyebrows. Eyebrow cure? Eyebrow, just eyebrows. Eyebrow, okay. So, the, and eyebrows. <laughs> and um, I guess they were dissatisfied with the eyebrows because the owners of the business, who happened to be Korean, you know, botched it and yeah. did not want to you know, make amends. Like, they paid for everything but the eyebrows because yeah. the eyebrows were not good. And usually, if you are dissatisfied with business, you don't pay for it. Yeah, the exactly. Services, right. Right? So, this led to a fight. Whereas, oh, excuse me, we're in the grandmother and her granddaughters. It's a video of them being beat. There's ash like tones on their face. They jumped. Yeah, like... they jumped. And then they're... I think one of them were charged with assault and one of the store owners was charged with assault as well. But it led to a dope protest by a woman in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Where they, they basically got the store shut down two days in a row. Good job. And then it's also been a great platform for the black-owned nail salons, which I didn't know there were any black-owned nail salons yeah. in Brooklyn mm-hmm. to now be uh, promoted. Highlighted. Yeah, absolutely. And highlighted. So I guess what I'm getting at is that, one, I'm happy that we're using this as not a moment to protest in March only, but to actually take our dollars and say yeah. we're taking our money somewhere else. And I saw an IG video today where somebody walked into, I think the same nail salon, yeah. handed out flyers for wow. her nail salon. Oh, mm-hmm. lit. Oh, good. Very So lit. I think that, you know, it's great to see that we're actually actioning ourselves more. Yeah. But what hurt me a little bit, and I don't use the word hurt that much because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't get hurt. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I, I'm lying. I've been hurt a lot. But, uh... <laughs> What hurt is that I tried to explain this to you know people I know and they're like I need to hear more information. I'm like yo. What more do you need to know about like your grandmother come home talking about somebody washed her? You're not asking for a video. <laughs> At not. least I'm not. How 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 I'm wired. Who did you who did what, Mima? How how I'm wired is that yeah. my grandmother even now that's still living she can't call me and say even my, my mother-in-law can't mm-hmm. call me. My my wife's grandmother yeah. can't call me. Yeah. Like things even my mom something happens most things that happen. The women in our family don't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Smart. You're right. So that is a good I can't fat so for part. men to be like, well, we need to know, we need to see the video. I'm like, nah, like, yeah. because conversely, most black women aren't gonna wait to see the video. They're gonna jump off the porch for black men. So why is right. it as men Ooh. we wanna see the video? Talk about oh, it. Been, so I'm sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. But where I was tying that into was mm-hmm. that there was a situation back in University of Albany with some girls. Said they were, you know, racially harassed on the bus. Yeah, it turns I out remember that. to be overblown. And I said, okay, I get that. That's an overblown situation. Yeah, but you got to put each one of them in an individual silo. Yeah. like you, you can't make that the norm. For me, it's not that I'm jumping off the porch immediately, but I'm also, if I see on camera our women being beaten, like like in, in dogs business, in a yeah. I don't want to see comments about anything, but how do we mobilize economically? Yeah. Right. That should be the only conversation. Yeah. And I mean, for uh, most nail salons in the hood yeah. are owned by Asian people. Yes. yes. Like, it's either Korean, Chinese, yep. maybe even some Pakistani, yep. Bangladeshi, yep. but it tends to be Asian-owned. And so, for me, it's, it's you don't go where you're not, where you're tolerated. Yeah. You go where you're appreciated, right. you know? And so, 
yes. When I was younger, I was 16. Of course I went to the hood yeah. salon because I'm not paying it's more than... the culture. I'm not paying more than $20 yeah. for my acrylics. Yeah. Like, that is yeah. just not happening. Oh, that is good. But, yes, yes. That's a, that's a <laughs> thing. Your, your tips. Your tips. For your tips. My cousin acrylic? Who you talking about? No. For I'm your sick. long... You know the long nails <laughs> that the ladies wear? Yeah. Yeah. Acrylics. Tips. Mm-hmm. Tips. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, like I, this is a scene that I, you know, even though I like I heard it before I saw the video, I was like, oh yeah, like I see people all the time. You did this nail wrong, yeah. like I'm good, like. Yes. And then sometimes it gets heated, but yeah. eventually it gets resolved. You pay now. Yeah, now. You pay now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh you man, pay now. I cannot cut it to. I cannot. What is that out? Yeah. But yeah, like that's not an uncommon thing. And I think the fact that they paid, I think the fact that they paid for everything and just had a problem yeah. with the eyebrows, you know, $5. eyebrows are a sensitive area. Like, some joints don't just grow back. You you mess up my nail, I can put that back. But you mess up my eyebrows, I gotta wait a minute for that to grow back. That's but these an issue. Risk their entire business for five dollars. Yeah, I, I mean, and they look very aggressive in the video. Yeah. Like, it looked, it looked, it looks very savage. Yeah, and very. It, was, it wasn't like a. It, it was very savage. Yeah. I, that's all I'll say. Yeah. It, looked, it, it looked like they were like beating animals. Exactly. And for me, if you don't have respect for your client that the, the, it doesn't yep. matter that dispute that's a normal dispute yep. you could go to the suburbs and someone would have the same, same dispute yep. and it would not be handled in like that, that manner mm-hmm. and so that is the issue here is that if you're going to be in a community then you should respect um, the people in it because yeah. my thing is like you're in the middle of Flatbush you immigrant I'm an immigrant same yep. way we're all here trying to make it in America yep. so it's, you should not be looking down upon the people right. that you're serving right. to the point where you feel that they can be treated in that manner and Thanks. that's and that's just that yeah. but Yes, this is a perfect I- opportunity for people to support black business and go, you know, mm-hmm. personally, I love my nail salon, nail boutique on hey, Fulton bop, Street. Bop, 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 I go bop. there. They're playing 90s R&B hits. They're playing Afro beats. People are offering That's me lit. wine. That is lit. It's clean. And I definitely, you know, feel that it's to the level of service that yeah. I deserve. And I've never had a problem. Yeah. So, you know. And they're a couple. They're a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, it's, what's interesting, though, is, like, if you go into, I got hip to, like, because like, they're a couple. I live, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're a couple of nail salons all owned by whatever Asian countries, people from whatever countries. But, like, I remember feeling one day, like, someone someone messed up something on my pedicure, and she said, do you want medicine? And she held up a bottle with no label mm. on it. And it was just this blue mm-hmm. <laughs> liquid mm-hmm. in a bottle. And I remember thinking to myself, no, I don't want no medicine. I don't know what that... They don't right. even say medicine right. on the right. bottle. I don't want it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I just... It was then that I was like, yeah, I don't want it. So I I just started, like, bringing my own stuff. Right. Because I was just like, why would you just offer me something with no label or nothing? They could be dishwashing liquid, and I don't know it. Well, half the time, it doesn't. They do whatever whatever they want. want. They water down the nail polish. Yes, they're putting industrial strength chemicals on you. Right. And so that's why I don't get tips and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so that's why these black-owned, like, a lot of these black-owned salons, like Molas is Panamanian-owned, that's downtown, Mm -hmm. um, and Nail Bed Mm. on, on Flatbush downtown Brooklyn going towards the Barclay 
they're they're organic oh, too. Okay. Like it's all vegan friendly stuff. And you I was like, charge more, but yeah, not more. It's the actual well, price. But, 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 but it's, I, yeah. I know that I pay a lot for yeah. my services. But I know that I'm not coming out with gangrene or exactly. acne when I leave, and I'm okay exactly. with that. So, exactly. I went to one of them spots once, and my wife took me to brunch mm-hmm. and got me chopped and was like, yo, <laughs> I just wanted you to get like a pedicure's feet, right? Yeah, pedicure, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah. I, I just want you to get one of those and manicure. I was like, <laughs> no. Two hours See, later. See, men don't even understand. Two hours later, you was like, no, no. she upgraded Two you, Two hours right? later after brunch, I was chopped. She was like, yo, let's go. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I walk in, only dude in there, and then they doing stuff with my feet. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and and they doing like the little nail thing. Yeah. But what, what annoyed me was that the stuff, like I'm a, I'm a germaphobe. Yeah. The stuff didn't seem like hygienic. There we go, um, yep. The only time I've ever let anybody do anything with my feet was when... I was in Thailand. I put my feet like in the little fish tank. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was lit. <laughs> but outside of that, I mean, you saying that you was an industrial strength chemical. Yeah, and that's wild. I've seen how unsanitary it appears because mm-hmm. I've done like chemistry experiments. Yeah. And like I know certain, like you still know how certain chemicals smell. Smell, like, smell right. Mm-hmm. You know the smell of certain combinations, especially when it comes to alcohol. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, And I'm just like, you smell it in there, you know. Yeah, like you right. can tell, like yeah. they they don't give two issues. Yeah, and um, you know, I think this is like a one of the constant themes of the podcast has been ownership in the community, and I think this is another example where we can yeah. use it as an opportunity to own. But another thing I want to stress too is us talking about pride and ownership is not a knock on any other culture, Asian or otherwise. Yeah. I feel like every time there's a conversation where people of color say what they want to do that's yep. positive with respect yep. to economics, it's treated as a bash from others. Not even but us. Any- not even just economics. LeBron James put up a post today about black women on the cover of magazines and he got so much backlash from white people. It's ridiculous. But I think he's he's kind of at the point where you can't tell him enough. He, oh, absolutely he, he, He's opening up a school. Yeah. <laughs> until people, it's why, Until people's opening up schools and doing what he's doing. Hush up. Hush up, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I say all to say that I really don't want us to lose momentum on this kind of stuff, especially when um, our neighborhoods are changing rapidly. We need Very, to actually mm-hmm. use our economics to create new situations where we can still survive mm-hmm. and thrive and um, yeah, it's be a, ready for 2019 and beyond. It's unfortunate that that had to happen, but I definitely appreciate the catalyst I that, do too. that is, has happened yeah. and that people are paying attention because this is like, this is not yep. new. Yep. And every, it, every yeah. block in the hood got at least two Asian dance salons right across the street from each other, if not right next, next door. door. Great American, like, best ever nail salon. Best nails. Best nails. Pure nails. nails. Next. But again, if you read really, <laughs> books by, you know, James Baldwin or Carter G. Woodson or Malcolm X written yesteryear, yeah. this is how Harlem and a lot of our neighborhoods look back in the days. People have always been able to make money in our neighborhoods. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's always been that way. You know what I thought about when, when I saw this video? I thought about the Asian um, grocer who shot that girl. Oh, you know, in, it, in, yes. In before, with the Central. Yes, yes. Latasha, damn, I can't yeah, remember her name. Latasha something Scott. like that. Like, I, I, I don't want to butcher her name. Yeah, but, but she shot her for no reason. reason. Like, she oh, thought no. she, orange juice or something like that. She thought the girl was stealing. Candy, yeah. yeah, and it was like, you know, and she, my thing is Latasha like, to Scott, think, like, to think someone stole it and not be able to prove it and take a life over it oh, yeah. is just, 
is just ridiculously irresponsible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a matter of respect. I just feel like you don't you don't appreciate the life of or you don't appreciate your customer. And I'm like, these are people that are giving you money. Like these are these are the housing people that are living. I guarantee Natasha Harlan. I guarantee ninety-five percent of that salon's clientele are all black people. Oh, all black people. Probably people that have been coming there for years. Yes. Maybe they didn't have a rapport They'll even know placate these people, them. But... Like, hey, yeah, yeah. Because who's to say that these people weren't smiling at these at this grandmother and her mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. you know, grandbabies when they walked into the spot? You know what My I mean? My wife stopped going to one when she turned about, I think, 15, 16. Yeah. And they asked her, oh, you know I had no kid yet? Because <laughs> <laughs> right. uh-uh. that's what they think. Uh-uh. Right? Terrible. But, but um... I say all to say that I don't want us to to uh, lose sight of the, the message there, and that's you know keep doing what we do for us. Um, but on a on a lighter note, um, <laughs> switch it up, switch it up. I came across a very funny um, was it a Yu-Gi-Oh card or a Pokemon card? But it was called <laughs> the Still Beat, <laughs> and it was a man. It was Tyrese. His picture of him. It was Yu-Gi-Oh! It was Yu-Gi-Oh! Right? <laughs> and then I saw a couple of animes. You know, anime they run full speed with their arms behind them. <laughs> the full steam. Full, full speed steam running, <laughs> and it was like they fighting off attacks from, you know, people insulting a man's um, virility. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> him Perfect saying, word. Perfect, right? Him saying still. Good. I ain't got the words today. It's all Kalito. Right? And, I mean, the phrase on Black Twitter from time to time has been used kind of loosely as a funny yeah. thing. Like, oh, I still beat though, I still beat though, yeah. hashtag still beat. Yeah. And now lately, you know, it's it's become a cult classic of sorts in yeah. terms of like a disrespectful phrase. But from a woman's standpoint, I want to ask y'all, because I know how I, how I stand is that one, I don't, I don't use such phrases. Right. Right? Right. My friends don't either. Out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> new Kalito, new Kalito. Right? Listen, I have no memory of anything before my wedding date and before and my my ascension to... Ascension, yes. My ascension to the kingdom with my queen. I mean... I, I don't remember nothing before that. Good. But if I did, I didn't use that phrase. <laughs> Right, but I mean, from your perspective, is that really a thing? Can a guy to me, really if you have to say that, you're corny. Corny, like, you're super corny. If that's what you have to, corny. that's one of the uh, phrases by which it applies to. What if you say somebody's corny? Then but I still say I still beat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? Because it's insulting to the girl. It's like it's like I could be whatever you are saying right now, but you still let me smash. This is terrible on. You, you know what I mean, and like that is the essence of the of the phrase. That is, is the, not? That's the argument, and it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to come back from that. I have yet to discover a comeback that I feel is suitable. But, but I still is, is there like a dry. threshold? And you, you know, chime in too. Is, is there a threshold by which you'll say, "I he got it," because women have all types of um, what do you call it? Parameters, mm-hmm. like oh. We only did it for like three minutes or nah, no. all types anyway, of that's that's a cop out. Yeah. Like, exactly. Anybody, oh, he took one stroke, he yeah, did nah, that don't count. No, nah, nah, it counts. Nah, it counts. It's, it's counts. <laughs> it counts. It was yeah. I mean, 
has have people made mistakes in the past? Yeah. Yes. It happens. Can you think of one person, maybe two, that you should have used exercise more judgment? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I I can attest. Yeah. I will raise my hand. <laughs> yes. That yes. is one, two, maybe three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I would never, to me, it's like, I, I guess I would never be in a position with mm-hmm. anybody to say where they could say that. Because I'm not going to go to anybody and, you know, tell them about themselves yeah. or whatever. If it was a mistake I made on my part, then that's on me. Right. Like, I'm not going to be telling you about yourself. Because exactly. at this point, you you don't matter to exactly. me. Exactly. If, if it makes, if it it's that much of an issue that I have to tell you about yourself, then there's no reason that we should really be talking because yeah. you, you, you don't matter to exactly. me if it's that big of an issue. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the best thing you could do is glow up on a dude, right? Like, yeah, but I still be. All right, well, cool. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah that was the past. You're not beating anymore. Not although beating I anymore. wish, I know you wish you were. You know but that you can't hit it again. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I know. Like, but yeah, man, this is, this, I, but. Uh, anything to reduce, anything to reduce a woman. Like, and that's the stuff that gets me. It's like, bro, like, we could be adults about this. We know that we both, you know, participated in an activity. Well, see, and I feel like there's a level of this that comes from, you know, the man mm-hmm. is the one. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, oh, I, you know, but this was a mutual decision. Exactly. Like, I, you know, like, I, I you made did, You did some things that you. if I put a camera on in there, you probably be like, come on. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, exactly. come on. Every, it's, it's, you know, I said this to my, uh, my sister the other day. That, um, you know, when, when God, like, there are sometimes guys that say things like, well, I had her, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I likened it to a garage, like a parking garage. And mm-hmm. I was like, cars don't say they had garages. <laughs> they Gar- don't. They don't. They don't. Cars cannot slide into a garage and say they had the garage. Mm-hmm. Garages hold cars. Right. That so, like, true. I had you. Did I not? Well, right. Exactly. So, like, I like that analogy. You're welcome. I was like, you know what? Can't, can't, like, I, I had you. And I think if more women just champion, just champion sexuality, sis, like, okay, so you had sex with this man, he presented to be one thing, and he isn't that, and it's obvious that he's not that because he's here talking about he's still be, you know, like, all right, you parked it for a little bit. And let like, it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Don't even fight that man. Like, there's just, there's just no need to. You know what I mean? It's like a boomerang. <laughs> But yeah, any guy who says, uh, I still beat though, you know. It's uh, lame. It's lame. It's fucked. I still beat though. <laughs> AS. They still beat though. <laughs> Whatever. He still beat though. I mean, again, as a person that would never use such a phrase. Um, Sir. I mean, I don't know. I feel like on the one hand, I feel like women make mistakes. Men, men yeah. do too. I think sometimes... Um, women think if in that moment it doesn't go down, it's automatically the guy's fault. Mm-hmm. But I think in some situations, um, a woman may back out like <laughs> an aged fur burger. Wow! <laughs> 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 They made back out of garbage pail. Back came out of nowhere, Kalito. What? I'm just saying, there may be situations where... What? <laughs> Can you explain What's what an, an aged fur burger? burger? Oh, my goodness. It's an adult Furby. 
what is an age for? Is it something that has not been um, manicured? Manicured? Oh, okay. All what? right. All right. Or like a garbage pail? Like you know, mm-hmm. like the garbage pail kids, like the the cards and all that. Oh my god! <laughs> sometimes they be backing out some crazy, and it's, like sometimes the the chemistry isn't just there. Yeah. You know, in some situations that may not happen. Right. So then, can that girl then? So when the man regrets it, yeah. can't the girl be like? I still so be though. <laughs> like, why can't, why can't she say that? Some chicks be lying when they, when they box. Are you dumb? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my voice. Exactly. Some chicks be lying when they box. You know I mean? Mm-hmm. It's also about her. So, like, I don't, I don't know the, the truth of these matters. I'm just mm-hmm. talking about what I, what I heard. What you heard in my the group chat. Right. Um, Which group chat? Group chat X. <laughs> <laughs> Like, who's in the group chat? Nah. I don't know anybody in that group chat. It's just a group of guys in the chat. It was like meet up. What's that? Digitally. Like meet up. meet up. People meet. It's like, you know, we're eating vegan burgers today. And then random people around the country are like, sure, I want to eat a vegan burger. People need friends, man. Yeah, I mean, that's wow. why that's why them things exist. Like, <laughs> what if you were in a new city? Wouldn't you want to meet up with people that had similar interests as you? Isn't that what Tinder? Tinder? Well, no, that has a that has a slightly different objective. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's for people who have Yu-Gi-Oh cards that say I still be. In their back pocket. Definitely the type of yes, yes. What if you went on on Twinder, Twinder, Tinder, <laughs> and the guy's profile was I leave chicks like Ewing, knees hurt with no ring. Oh my god. Would you still go on a date with that guy? No. Oh my god. No? I wouldn't be on Tinder. You know, is it crazy that the first thing I thought about was sweating? What you thought about? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about the no knees and the no ring. I thought about sweating. I'm like, oh, I see the movie, you sweaty. Okay. I mean, I also feel like if women go through enough of these, um, I still beats. Yeah. Then they may get to that point where they're like, you know what? I want to have a family, but it may not be the opportune time. So let me freeze my eggs because these guys are... <laughs> oh, boy. So only girls getting the I still beats is freezing their Yeah, right? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that a lot of women... First of all, again, I say this a lot. But, you know, black women are dope. They're way more educated than black men mm-hmm. per capita. Not per capita, but uh, per, not per annum. I'm looking for, like, a measure here. I can't think of it right now. But it's like, if you look at the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> if you look at the numbers. It's yeah. Um, black women are way more educated. Mm-hmm. I mean, black men are, like, they aren't mad far behind. But I I know more more popping millionaire women than I do men. Mm-hmm. All my, my boys, I'm close to they doing their thing. Mm-hmm. But um, the women I know that are successful, they have to, to the exterior world, put up a, a certain kind of wall in yeah. order. And it sucks, but a lot of women have to pick between family and career. Most men don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been fortunate in that I had to make some sacrifices, but I didn't have to pick between, like, yeah. dream job or family. And a lot of women have to. So, mm-hmm. it's like, I understand um, the need to freeze eggs, but you pose the question. I, I don't want to steal your thunder. You know, nah, nah. you pose that question. I, I'm just curious as to what sparked that conversation, what sparked that question, and what some of the responses you got were from the people then. So, like, so I asked, I ran into a high school friend um, a few days ago, and she is Has seven kids. No, she is on her way to becoming a nurse practitioner. You know, so that means she's in school for forever. Oh, right? She has seven kids because she has no kids. <laughs> I thought clam abortion was. Oh. Sorry. So, Sorry. She so she she's in uh she's on her way to become an NP 
you know, lives alone, works. She's very active in our church, you know, things like that. And so I ran into her on the way back from the gym. She grocery shopping. I mean, she's doing it the wholesome, you know, adult life thing. She's doing it. And um, we start. We got to talking, and she just started talking about how she didn't realize that she got to 30, 31, and there's not even a prospect of who she will start a family with. Is she and she's not even done with her with her MSN program. Is she attractive? She is. She's a beautiful girl. She's modeled before. Um, and so is she like spaghetti thin? No, she's not. Okay. No, she's 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 not bad. She's not a bad chick. Not that there's anything wrong with spaghetti thin. <laughs> not wrong with spaghetti thin. Right. We love. We embrace all body shape, types. Shapes, sizes, yeah. flavors, and all that. Right. All that. And so she just didn't realize it. And so when I when we were talking, I was like, oh my God, I haven't really thought about it either. Because it wasn't like I was walking through life like, you know, at this age, I'm going to have this and that and the third, and this is what my ring's going to look like, and this is what my wedding's going to look like, how many mm-hmm. kids. I didn't never considered those things. So now that, you know, we're all a lot older, it's like, oh, snap. I remember someone telling me, like, 35 was, like, high risk mm-hmm. from then. So, like... Which is uh, she, not, which is, so she told me she she met a new a new GYN and she said her feet weren't even fully on the stirrups before the GYN was like, so do you want to freeze your eggs? <laughs> <laughs> and she had to really consider it for the first time. So then I start I asked the question on my IG like, you know, yo should should I should I should I consider freezing my eggs? You know, we're the same age, you know, the the same conditions in a sense where you know we're focused on school and things like that and. Um, all of my, I would say almost unanimously it was for, for freezing your eggs, men and women alike, that were just like, go freeze them. And I mean, if it wasn't super expensive, it would be an option that I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go do that. But I think that like, I it's just something about, um, something about doing it. This doesn't seem, it doesn't allow enough room for natural chemistry for right. me. And I just... You know, it's like, maybe I should take the risk. I mean, there are healthy alternatives, like, you know, lifestyle-wise, that can prolong your chances of having a healthy baby for a long time. Like, my mom didn't have me until she was 34, didn't have my sister until she was, like, 39. Mm-hmm. And so those are my benchmarks. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, if I get to 33, mm-hmm. you know, I might have to make some... I might have to draft an MOU with somebody that I trust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we might have to get this happen, but, like... You know, I, it's just a real thing. And the amount of people who kept giving me responses were just really interesting because they were men of the same age group who were just like, look, uh, freeze them. It's just not worth it to hold on to hope. Because mm-hmm. what happens if, like... You know, I don't think you're, you're at the age of... As someone who's older than stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I checked it. I like I feel like maybe in the past two years this mm-hmm. has been come up and I feel like with women there's always a benchmark like I yeah. remember when I turned 25 yeah. like all the girls in my life started talking about like yeah. husbands yeah. and dating and babies yeah. and then there was like a lull but there's always like biological marks and, mm-hmm. and benchmarks that I feel like women get to when they yeah. have certain concerns exactly. and so I feel like for the past two years I've been hearing about people freezing their eggs but it's not just like oh you pay 10,000 and a couple you freeze your eggs like it's a whole process yeah, it you is. have to take hormones yep. like it's a, a drawn out thing yep. and it's not easy yeah um and sometimes you even reject your body can reject, reject it you mm-hmm. know the the chemical or the whatever hormones or whatever so it's just not just an easy thing but i definitely think it's an important thing to consider yeah. especially like because it's available number yeah. one 
it's an option. Yeah. And, you know, I think that people, and I've said this before, I think people don't take into consideration that not only black women, but just women in general are becoming more educated on a whole and, and are pursuing more rigorous careers and are becoming CEOs and construction corp- workers. Construction workers. Yeah, yeah. And, I was being sarcastic, know, but... No, but <laughs> there are women construction workers. Yes. With a jackhammer? I don't know what a jackhammer, but I think they're women that work the um the cranes and stuff. From the office. Let's look it up. We'll do some research. Yeah. Not, that, not saying... that there's anything wrong with that. I, I actually I know somebody that I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But anyway, like I just think that women are more career oriented, and with that comes less focus on family and on, you know procreation in in at some at certain stages of life like clearly the thought is always there yeah. and the want is there not even always i take that back yeah sometimes the want is want yeah and that's okay yeah but you know for women that do want children i do think that it's an option i think i will hold off on that personally yeah i will hold off on it probably till i'm like hmm 36, yeah. 37, and then we can, you know, reconsider. Because, I, you know, I have women in my life that are very successful, that got married at 38, yep. had twins yep. at 43, yep. and are living their best, best freaking life, life yeah. and, and do not regret any of the yeah. choices that they made up yep. until then, and they didn't listen to their granny, like, oh, your eggs are old. Yep. I will never forget... Real Housewives in New York, I banged with Bethany Frankel. And I think it was, like, the first season, and she was just like, you know, like, I'm a chef. I don't even cook with bad eggs. Why would I make a baby with a rotten egg? Hello! Like, oh, she's so right! Cow I can't believe you rotten eggs to make my baby! Yeah. Like, <laughs> it made sense. It made sense. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think my eggs ain't rotten yet. <laughs> you know, it's if anything, it's like the it's like who gonna fertilize them. I right. think that's the bigger right. question. The right. bigger question is who is gonna crack the egg, right? And you just you need some good fertilization. You do. You, you can't just be letting these. You do. These, I still beat niggas. You can't be letting these. I still beat niggas. If you got a Yu-Gi-Oh card <laughs> in your pocket right now <laughs> with the I still beat face, you are not allowed on this ride. Okay. Oh man. At all. I guess I'll... <laughs> well, for anybody that's thinking about freezing their eggs, DM us. I'll organize a mix with some alphas. Good night. And I'll solve all your dating woes. Good night. Because you're not dating an alpha. Uh, raise your standards. Okay. Uh, that is if you choose to date Greek. That That um, is. That's an experience, too. You know? We'll get to I that mean, day. dating Greek is not bad when you're... Um, Young and impressionable, you know. You know, that's actually not the best time to date a Greek. No, but here's the thing: I think New York City dating Greeks. Oh, it, I mean, we, we could spend hours, hours, hours right? Hours but on this. I feel this. like outside of New York, outside of New Jersey, it's treated very differently yeah. because I think people, especially in the South and most major cities, that's like a cleaner version of, like, one of those meetup apps because it's, like, mm. people use that as, like, a benchmark. Yeah. Um, I mean, down there, you may see triple nail you, as they call it. But, triple nail <laughs> but, but outside of that, you know, it's, uh... It holds more weight. Yeah. I think here, it's much more of a, a jawbreaker mean girl 
Like, picture any 90s rom-com. Yeah. That's like New York City Greek life dating. Yeah. Right? I mean... New- Even socially, too. Like, I feel like there's always been kind of this undertone of kind of like... It's cool, but it's also elitist. Yeah. Undergrad-wise, but then it shakes out in five years and you see who's who. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Um, well, you're still New Yorkers before you're Greek. And I think that's the biggest thing I've noticed. But it's always these these superficial cliches like... I'm a man before yeah. I'm Greek yeah. or, you know, you can't separate state, chap. Like, it's all of these little nuances that, and now with the advent of the internet and IG and all that kind of stuff, people put too much out there. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean, without getting on the soapbox, I just feel like um, that's a whole long... That's one solid podcast. That's a whole episode, right? <laughs> um, By itself. You, do you know there's a D9 dating app now? Is there? There is. I Ew. met the owners. Yeah. Why D9? Well, I think they're in, only they're in the D9, but it's, it's Oh, my God. Yeah, but it literally is like, it's for D9 members. There's only eight on Oh, Lord. I didn't, I didn't catch that. If the most famous no, member of your organization no is, is old boy from uh, Living Single. I cannot. Listen, I'm... I, <laughs> The bow and the bow and the shield and the shield. I happen to know some very nice bow and shield. Shout out to the Iotas. I know a couple of cool Iotas. Yeah, yeah, yeah I ain't so bad. Nice guys. So bad. I'm getting mad side eyes right now, but I know a couple of cool Iotas. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold y'all. I mean. Who's the coolest, though? He's lying. Oldest, boldest. Oldest, boldest. Oldest, boldest. That actually hurts now. Back in the day, I can do that. Like, that hurts now. Ow. Yo, Ow. watching it hurt. I was like, ooh, that don't, that don't feel good. Um, sure. Yeah, so lastly, we're going to leave y'all with some uh, breakup advice. We took a quick poll just to figure out via IG what would be a good recovery time mm. for a breakup. Mm-hmm. And it's 50-50 between four days and four months. Mm-hmm. Like, what? what's the best time after which you break up with somebody for you to move on? And it's split four days and four, four months. months. Yeah, I've done both. Mm-hmm. I, after four days, immediately yeah. jumped back out there, and I don't realize I was hurting until seven months later. Right. After <laughs> you hurt seven other people. Like. Mm. And then I, well, one person, seven ways. <laughs> Jesus. And uh, it was tripping me up there. Charlemagne-type questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think four months, I don't think you, I don't think you could put a time on it. I think you could put a couple songs on it. Like, for me, mm-hmm. my go-to breakup song, let me see. College, I had like seventeen breakups in college. <laughs> um, let me see. What's my go-to? Oh, damn. Neo. No, so uh, sick of love songs. That one is good, That's and then great. um, it's funny because every every young lady allegedly that I dated back then, we would have a song. Uh-huh. So it was like I can listen to the song that they had dedicated uh, to me, or vice versa. Because then I would be, I would be sick. Like I would be sitting in the room, everybody like, yo, 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 yo. I'm sitting there <laughs> facing a bottle with like oh, penny or something, like, like. So sick of love, love songs, yo. And I can't even say any song in particular because if people was listening, they go automatically think I'm talking about. Them. Yeah, exactly. But between like 2000 and like 2009. I didn't put together a couple of like breakup playlists. So I'm just sitting there like in your bag. Like I can listen to Alicia Keys. I can listen to Fantasia. You can listen to I old Keisha Cole. Called Thomas. Like called Thomas. I'm emotional. Mm. Or or Case. I'm missing you. Mm. Yo, Case. I'm missing you. Is, is... 
See now that that means you're that tells me I can't say no more. Stop I can't it. say no more. <laughs> you're on one. It depends on how you exit the relationship. If you got kicked out the relationship because the other person didn't want to be in it no more, that that denotes a certain type. I was on the so. case side a few times, but then when because thing is, if I dead it, yeah, I'm chilling like right. I'm out four chilling, days. Like, you you're right. gone. After that, next song is the uh, Ja Rule mesmerizer. Yeah. Or the next one like T Pain <laughs> buy you a drink or something. Um. Do, do, do. But then I also used some uh, some fabulous songs too. Like this is back in, back during the DVD era. Yeah. So Fab had a freestyle. How you wanted in the abdomen, the back, cause then the me stab you in the front, friend stab you in the back. The same nigga that tried to give you dap will turn right around and try to crab you on the smack. Oh wow. Smack DVD. Mm. I won't buy him a drink. I mean I won't buy him a wink. I don't feel T's pain cause I never had to buy him a drink. I'm like yeah, fuck that. <laughs> like, damn like. Fuck, that, for that bozo? Yeah. Whatever, yo. Like, Seriously? Yo, the thing is, like, you, you sitting there questioning yourself, like, damn. Yeah. So, I mean, to get back on topic, <laughs> I don't think there is a certain amount of time. I say get you a playlist and just, like, spend some time with yourself and, like, go through the emotions. Facts. Like, you could fake cry, you could real cry. Go through that. Yeah. Because you don't want to enter the next situation. Like, ask yourself... You know what you did wrong, what you did right, and I think for a lot of us, we're getting each other ready for who we' supposed to be with long term. Yeah. I know, in my formative years, I, I probably dated you know maybe like a handful of women, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I feel allegedly, like allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> if I can remember, if I can, if recall, you can remember, if I can recall. <laughs> But I feel like a lot he of women. Says a handful. They say about hundred. <laughs> the views of it's jazzy, uh, not the views of America. <laughs> but, but I think that um, there's some women that made me a better man. Yeah. And um, there's some women that I may have made a better woman for whoever they do. Because I, I probably did some bozos to them yeah. that they didn't want to deal with, with the next guy, but yeah. also. I showed them some things that, you know, they probably took into the relationship too in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, you know, being better cultured or whatever, whatever. I built some women up. I tore some women down allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um allegedly. Right. So I mean, I think you, you, you gotta go into it with the understanding of like ideally you want it to work, but I think you can't force the action. And mm-hmm. when you force the action, you'll be listening to the breakup playlist, mm-hmm. which if y'all want one, you know, drop us a comment mm-hmm. and we'll put together a breakup playlist. Tell me your favorite. No, like, I mean, I think I it's like it's simple math. For me, my 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 go-to time is half of the time I was in the I relationship. Say yes, I've heard that. Yep. Well. So like if it's a year, six months, after six months, I'm checking in with myself. Like, all right, right. sis, where we at? <laughs> you know, in the healing process because um, you know, there's a bunch of other people who need all this awesomeness. You know what I mean? And so, like, that that is the benchmark. However, you know, it has been prolonged sometimes, and there are other times where... Wait, so you, know, you have an actual cut in half the time? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, the, that's the thing, though. Like, it's half the time that you were in the relationship. So, like, if... Is it shorter if he's one of those... But I still beat those guys? It's no, non-existent no. if he's one of those I beat. Like, I still beat guys. You know what I mean? But, like, I I just, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's um, it's difficult to to put, you're right, 
in the sense that it's difficult to put a time on it, but I find that that method kind of helps guide you through the situation. <laughs> so what are some steps that you take to make the process go faster? I think... Rub one out. Okay. Yo. Well, sometimes you know what? Not for that. nothing. That's a good. That's a good tip. <laughs> you need to do that. Get back to yourself. Get back to yourself. Because <laughs> the last thing you want to do is just like be out here jumping out the window, like yeah, struggling. Can't be struggling and horny. That's crazy. But I feel like it also depends on like the terms you left on. Because I find that like if I leave on bad terms, I'm personally someone that needs closure. Mm-hmm. but like at least like I don't like leaving things on bad terms so mm-hmm. like I need to let go of the hurt myself and then get to a place of like alright you know if I see this person in the street it's cool like I can't harbor like ill will toward people mm-hmm. that's just like I, I will still be having thoughts and stuff about mm-hmm. it but I also find that like blocking people and cutting them off Does is help yeah. or mute or like just so you don't see that person because it just kind of prolongs the connection that you have to them. Baby, so, listen. It does. It does. You've got to do what you need to do. And the best thing is seeing that person when they worst. So the other thing is you've got to be the best. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, dress to the nods. Oh, oh, wow. I don't even know you're in shape. So this way you see that person. Let the glow up be ultra real. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you want them to put on 20 pounds in the worst place. Right. <laughs> Be. Right, for the next person to have no edges, you know what I mean, lopsided breasts, like all kinds of stuff. You want it to be. <laughs> like, you know what's bad on them, but you know what's good. You, mm-hmm. you wish me. You know what's better than me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I always say, like, I wish I wish them okay, but I wish me better. Oh, that's right. good. I stole that from a movie. Um, oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch the movie, so you still get the credit. Okay, well then they get the credit. But like, yeah, I I mean, I feel you. I mean, that's I think that's everybody who's ever left a relationship, whether you were, it was like you, it was a bad breakup or a good breakup. I mean, that's a, that's the sentiment. Would you ever do one of those like, ex? You know those um, those filmed interviews where you interview your ex? Would you ever do that? Like, why do you? <laughs> And I know. I was interesting. I watched one though. The hurt. The hurt one. On YouTube. Oh, hurt. Yeah, hurt. Oh, back. yeah. I, I saw that. And he, he was, was like... so savage. He's like, yeah, I cheated because you know I could. And so right, I did. people, people will just use that as a platform to like say, yeah, horrible things Mean to shit, people. Like, yeah. like, and, and then I, I feel like at that point, like I not that I don't care about your opinion, but like you don't. I might be in a different place in my life than I was. A month ago, when yeah. I was with you, like yeah. I, I could have, you know, come to a different and deeper understanding about myself in that time. So, like, your opinion should not. I mean, it may matter, but it doesn't necessarily matter in the grand scheme. The other thing too is, like, I used to play back situations. I'm like, okay, it came to this, yeah, and I would play back what are signs that this was happening because I was a kind of. Per- I mean. I'm trying to not offer up too much information. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're going to let you tell it. Hey, you I'm trying to check the parties do. involved. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> for the most part, most of my life, I've been in duplicative, not duplicative. Mm. I've been like a Caribbean father, multiple families. Oh, no, you know my God. So it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, they may not have known, but... I was never giving my all to any one person. Right. So I think that kind of... So I, for the most part, I didn't care when things ended. Mm-hmm. 
because I would just go to the other one. But if they both end at the same time, I'm just like, oh, damn, I'm out of two. Damn. <laughs> and then like 48 hours later, I would try to be like right back in there. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But then, you know, it was a vicious cycle. But that's because a lot of that was, I think, me just trying to... Uh, Actually, I don't have a good, valid reason. Reason for I don't, like, <laughs> no, I can't justify it. Right. I, I don't. I, that was that was you, allegedly, back in the, allegedly, like, yeah. you know, way so, back when. I mean, I said all to say that um, we agree that there's no set criteria, but I think the main thing is introspection. Mm-hmm. You know, in dating, if it goes bad, you got to ask yourself, especially if it goes bad a lot for the same yeah. type of reasons, mm-hmm. you got to ask yourself, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's something that you can even apply on a macro level to life in general is like yeah. if you keep finding yourself in a situation repeatedly like you keep getting robbed or you keep getting beat up or you yeah. keep having situations where your friends run on you or your friends keep sneak thieving you or chicks sneak keep leaving thieving. or whatever you gotta ask yourself what are you attracting what energy are you putting out there what are you doing wrong like if women keep taking your money and bouncing stop attracting gold diggers like stop going on you know IG and going to the chick her drawers page and thinking right. that she's looking for love. Right. Looking for a come up. Right. Stop taking pictures with the stack to your ear. It's not a real phone. I don't mm-hmm. understand. You throw around bird. I mean, when you throw around bread, you attract pigeons. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. I mean. So on that note, uh, again at Stereo underscore Bros on all platforms. Mm-hmm. The website is done. Mm-hmm. It'll be up any day now. And we're going to ask you if you have any questions you'd like us to... Uh, actually, if you have any questions on the topics that we covered, shoot us a DM, comments on Sliding. the IG page or on Sliding Twitter. And we post it. And we will be doing weekly polls to gauge your interest in different topics because I feel like we can always come up with topics. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the things I get on the side of people is like, yo, bro, I should talk about this. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So now we're giving you the opportunity to kind of help drive us. Yeah. Provide content to you that you want to hear. Yeah. And, you know, keep liking, retweeting, reposting, because the algorithm on IG is screwing with our numbers. You know, <laughs> we went from damn near 200 to, you know, a fraction of that. Yeah. But people still telling me that they're listening and people asking when it's out. But we we doing paid promo, too. Yeah. So. It's sponsored. It's all sponsored on that. <laughs> Tell IG keep that same energy. Right. Let us be great. Mm-hmm. And uh, on that note, stay black or other. Shout out to all. Matter of fact, no, no. Shout out to all the listeners. Yeah, exactly. Over and out. No matter where we're fierce, we must fierce the moment of truth, baby.